Hey guys, what's up? This is Brad with the Professional Development Podcast, and we're switching it up today. We're going to shoot some shit. Matt got demoted, and I'm taking over the, the reins of the ship. See ya. Deuces. Good. No, I just, had, I just had some good current event stuff that I wanted to pop off with, but what do you guys got going on so far this week? Brad's fired up about whatever he's got to talk about today, so it should be... Should be pretty good. He's just building it up. I feel the like there's day. no point in you asking us that question. I think you should just jump right in with what you got. So, or do you want? I mean, do you want to like warm up the oven with some other? Yeah, let's warm up the oven before okay. we take a deep dive. Okay, so um, I'll hop in, um, guys. We've been fucking taken. Like the we need to trademark the name professional because there's a podcast that came out called Professional Degenerates. It just came out. It came out in at the end of 2021. So for sure they found our name. There's no way. Right? I'm gonna look these guys up. Professional. I've been trying to look them up. And so they have it's a, a sports, podcast. It's a sports podcast. Yeah, but there's okay. so many sports podcasts. So I'm just saying we need to trademark that. Yeah, I, I do think we need to get on that. I'm actually a little offended that somebody stole like our kind of crappy name. I, right. I think we just need to just trademark anything professional. Yes. Probably what we have. And to then do take now. the rights to their podcast. Is that is yeah, that how it works? One hundred percent. Okay. Um, we could do some sort of battle against them to for the rights to the name. Okay, that works. So, um, do we have any business ideas? Because uh, I thought that was a thing we should be start doing every week. Like, anybody have any business ideas? Dan had an about? awesome one this morning. Yeah, yeah, I actually really like. I don't Dan's. even know if it should be shared because Me I feel and, uh, like there's you guys. Can I think we'll it already do be it. solid before then. So Dan <laughs> Dan shared it. Um, and my wife and him already have like. Uh, it's already in process. 30 or 40. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need like 15 more. But basically, it is uh, <clears throat> flashcards aimed at parents. And Dude, here's the deal. Parents will buy anything that they think is going to make them a better parent, especially with child number one. It's just what they do. Um, but it's flashcards. And I actually do this with my kids. And I saw, I don't know, I don't remember what influencer said it, whether it was Ed Milet or Jim Quick. It was somebody that was saying like, hey, go through the situation with the kid before the situation happens and then talk about what they would do in that situation. So that way when the situation comes up uh, or a similar situation, they're prepared for whatever, you know, scenario might come up. So for example, uh, you know, you talk about the situation, what would you do if somebody, you know, punched you in the face, Right. And how would that make you feel? How would you react? And then talk about the different ways they could handle it and how they should handle it as a parent. So that's your advice part. But you're getting them to have dialogue around a situation that could come up. Um, and so I want to create flashcards where basically you have a grade school level, middle school level, high school level of scenarios that you might face. Like some kid butted in front of you in line. What are you going to do? You know, beat fucking the shit out of him? Just fuck him up? Take his knees out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So you got to teach your kids this shit, you know? And so that was my business idea is to create flashcards with like 50 different scenarios. You could sit down with your kids and just pull one out every once in a while and be like, hey, what would you do if, you know, you were playing with a toy and some kid came and grabbed it from you, you know? And then how would that make you feel? What would you do in that situation? Talk about different, you know. Scenarios. And, and then you yeah. sell like expanded packs whenever you come up with, yeah. all right, we've we've gone through all of these now we yeah, need we more just keep oh, yeah. up, so. now you fight them <laughs> so it's it. literally now you fight that we ran out of scenarios yeah. every, now we just start beating ass every solution <laughs> is fight so yeah. a lot more intricate than uh, what 
parents used to do maybe of, hey, don't talk to strangers, don't take candy yeah, from a Yeah, I think it's more of a deal. dialogue where you get to convince the kid that it's their idea to handle a situation the correct way or proper way I love according it. how you want to parent. Mm-hmm. Um, but also they're prepared, you know, because sometimes you face a situation and you're in it and just in that instant, you're like, holy fuck, what do I do? Because um, <laughs> my son actually... It, it, and it happened just the other day. A neighborhood kid came over, and they were like, "He got jealous that my kid, that my son was playing with a neighborhood kid, and the kid punched my son in the face." How old's your son? He's eight. And so, in that moment, he was like thinking, "Well, mom would be mad if I punched him back," and you know what I mean. Like, and I'm like, "No, if somebody punches you in the fucking face, you punch him back." <laughs> but I wasn't there. You know what I mean? But he didn't, we didn't walk through that situation. And so he took the high road and I'm like, well, dude, everybody's going to think you're a pussy. That's it. <laughs> Is that what the flashcards are going to say? It's like, if you don't punch the kid back in the face, you're yeah, a pussy. Yeah, but I mean, and, and maybe, <laughs> maybe sometimes you deserve it. But So you know, Cassie is going to be the one that's writing the stuff that's like what to no, do. And Dan I, no, will come that's, up with the, the that's open scenarios. dialogue. There is no right or wrong answer. He has a PG I hear you. you. I hear you. You talk through whatever the situation on the There's card. a lot of adults that would probably benefit from <laughs> having cards like this. <laughs> yeah. You get cut off on the highway, I'm going to ram that card right in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Run them off the road. So oh. you're auditing situations before that happens. Yeah. Okay, boys. So wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. Just I a got quick business idea. Or on the topic. Um, so, kind of on the topic of toys, right? Um, oh, a, a line of battery-powered sex toys, aka vibrators, and we call it Good Vibes Only. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm always a fan. <laughs> we got we got a so, whole treasure chest at our house. So. So, okay, because <laughs> I I I feel like it could be one of those things where just like the name takes it super far. The product doesn't even have to be that good. Um, I would have to pull in some people that know. So Brad, obviously you're the connoisseur of sex toys here, at least in the podcast. I mean, I would seem to think that... uh I think Dan's kind of a pro with the Hitachi 3000. So. Dude, Dan doesn't need toys. Knows he just goes, Dan rides solo 45 you minutes You told me straight. you have a treasure So chest. unless, <laughs> that's just how long the battery lasts. <laughs> unless, unless Dan's 45 minutes includes some help yeah. from the Hitachi. <laughs> <laughs> Good okay. only. I, I don't I have it. a business plan or anything, so I just wanted to throw that out there. Just put it Sex in. Sex toys? Good. Nobody's ever thought of that. Good vibrations. <laughs> Good vibes only. Good vibes only. So you have a name of a business. Yes. Okay. Got to start somewhere. Yeah, sometimes yeah. the name is the hardest part of starting a business. There's a visionary. That's where it starts right? sometimes. And then there's the person that comes through with the details. With the name. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm the visionary. I have the vision of good vibes only. Uh, 30 ideas a day. 30 ideas Before a Brad day. jumps in, I looked up these fucking professionals and he calls himself the professor. What? Oh, oh, that's good. He, he's already he's already behind. So. Bro. So oh, we're gonna be tagging shit. him in this it's shoot on the shit site. segment, no, right? There's no it's on site. There's no if we pictures. see this motherfucker. I'm gonna message him. We need to challenge them to something. <laughs> Meet them somewhere. Where are they from? Yeah. We'll challenge him for the name. Where where are they from? Um it's just one guy. If it's just one guy, it's the professor. we could yeah, we could oh, yeah, we'd fuck him up in volleyball. Just I mean, yeah, you can't play with one person in volleyball. Fuck him up in golf too, right, Dan? Okay, boys. Yeah, of yeah, course. Back, <laughs> Good Brad's like, I want so, to talk about my stuff right, now. Okay, right, I, I got to ask you, <laughs> yeah, this warm. is going to be a choice for you guys. Do you want me to dive straight in on some current event deep dive stuff? Mm-hmm. Or do you want me to start with something new that I think would be great for us to do every week? Let's just, let's get on that before we get okay. all hot and heavy. So, everybody here has definitely played Would You Rather. 
right? Oh man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, or or for how many dollars? I like where this is going already. Yeah. Okay, so a couple Swag. questions I got. None of these are are too wild. Okay, so I'm gonna start off with one that's that's business related, totally serious. Okay, would you rather work four days a week or work two months on one month off? Four days a week. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to fold two months. Week, yeah. Okay. I'd say two months on, one month off. You lose momentum. Yeah, I mean, I I was actually with Bobby. I was I was two months on, one month off. Well, I you think. lose so much momentum. I just Michael feel like, Phelps talks about this shit, like for training, for swimming, every day you this took is just off, work related. You're two days behind. That's work. <laughs> I'm not swimming. <laughs> I feel like I feel I'll the same way. So it's like swim. so it's like when I do these like little thirty day on, thirty day off. It's like thirty days I'm going fucking full on, and then the. Other days I go full off. It just the other thirty days. It, it I lose all my progress. When I go on vacation I mean, be, and I come back, on the job, it's hard for me to get back that momentum. Mm. I I mean I see both sides. The way I look at it is like it kind of plays off of like last week how I like I had a regret of like not traveling. I look at it as I could like bust ass for two months, take a month to just literally um, <clears throat> bust that. You know, like go enjoy myself for that month. Where like same thing you're saying if if you work four days now you're off three and that's happening every single week. Yeah. So also this is a this is a W two question, right? This is like yeah yeah, yeah. for sure yeah. right because uh, it's like you could work you could work two months, work your ass off for two months and then like be overseas and still be like answering emails and whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. For but the this most is part. like a yeah. This is in Europe all so that's four a, days a week. Yeah. All right. You got you got to. Are we gonna do one of these every week? No. Well, I actually in, have, in Europe I have they, it's required that they are in like Spain. Well, I know I'm, that I'm they have like a thirty one, day. That one's business. This there's one, one is month where they take most off likely sexual. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm actually keeping it away from the sex. So do you guys want one that's a little on the gray area or still like more of a deep thought? I'm both. I, I whichever. Say whichever. Okay. okay. So, would you rather go back in time to meet an your ancestors, or would you rather go forward in time to meet your great grandchildren? Oof, that's a tough one. I mean, if I go forward in time and meet my great grandchildren, I could. Not have any. I could. Uh, <laughs> oh no, shit. So if I actually if I go back in time, there's no one. <laughs> I could. I could probably. I could probably provide them some insider information. Like of what's going to happen with the economy. Uh, Ooh, yeah. I like Set the, the family up. Yeah. Yeah. Set the family That's a good up. idea. No, I, invest, I've always thought it'd be cool to live in a different like in like the forties or twenties or something yeah. like that. What decade would you guys pick? Oh, Shoot. mine, mine for sure would be like the forties. Like I, yeah. like I feel like I should have like been in World War II, like been like that fucking crazy maniac, fucking Dude. running through the fields. I feel like I'd want to be alive in the six, like. Prime time 60s. So I think I would go back in time. I don't know, I guess, like would how you, far you would, would want to go like back. Would you stay sober festivals? though? Oh, no. Zero yeah. <laughs> percent. I want to go to Woodstock. wasn't a thing back then. I want to go to Woodstock. I want to smoke cigarettes when smoking cigarettes was good for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds great. Um, yeah, die with my problems. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just thought the 80s were cool too. I mean, even though I technically lived in the 80s, I didn't get to like yeah, grow like, up in You the hardly 80s. lived in the 80s. Yeah. I just like the fucking... Sal, what outfits. would you do? I would possibly go back in time to see how, like, the, see how it is, like, in the jungle. Yeah, <laughs> the jungle. <laughs> the jungle. Just but like, yeah, just, just to like relive Mowgli? the '80s and '70s would be cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sal's going back to like Adam and Eve. <laughs> Sal's like, you know, when my this family was get away from me, <laughs> caveman type. No, type no. times. Okay, so I'll save the next one for for next week. But then, um, a more serious topic. 
Um, what do you guys think about Leah Thomas wins the 500 freestyle NCAA championship? I know we're going to have people who probably feel really strongly about one way and really strongly about the other way, but I feel like this is like one of the first times that it's gained like there's been a transgender female who is, or I don't even know how it classifies. Can somebody answer that? <laughs> it's, so a, it's a, a male. Female. Okay, so it's a, it's a, a she's a she now. So it's a guy. She, Somebody who was female. biologically a, a male right. competed in a, a female sport won a, a, a national championship in NCAA. So what do you guys think the repercussions of this are moving forward? So I'll just hop in. Yeah, like, go for it. Just looking at like the background on it. It's in 2019, she was on Penn's men's team, right? And she was, he, she, now she, but he then was mid 500s, like ranked across the country. Okay. Mid 500s. Yeah. Not very good. All all of a sudden, like, and here's the thing. if Do what you want to do. Support any type of transition that you want to make. But when it comes to that and you're training your entire life as a man that's just biologically and genetically bigger, stronger, faster, and then you go into that, it's like I'm going to err on the side of like, Maybe I should play women's volleyball. <laughs> like, you got the head, the so, he- head for a wig. So I looked up some stats there, okay? Average women's volleyball player is 5'9". That gives Dan a shot. <laughs> Physically, right? Skill, like their skill levels are way higher than mine. But like like the tallest American to go to the Olympics this past year was April Ross at six foot tall. I'm pushing 6'3", oh, wow. right? So it's like if I train year round, I could probably get up there. Like train and trans. Yeah, train and trans. <laughs> so what Matt's saying is he's going to be in the Olympics in four years. <laughs> Could be. So my thoughts on it are basically, okay, it's fine. You want to have trans athletes, then create a whole new division. Because yeah. it's, I, I mean, but, but then you got to look at the flip side. Are you going to let females who want to transition, I guess they can compete with men. But then you're saying that's okay, but it's not okay for the other side. And so I absolutely disagree with that person winning the women's, you know, gold or whatever it is, yeah. national championship. I mean, it's that's crazy to me. Here's, and I feel really bad for the girls who train their whole life, you know, and then this person comes in and... They just, Leah crushes it. Uh, so <laughs> first, first thing that I'll say on this is like, like do whatever you want to do. Like I don't yeah. care if right. you want to be a dude. You want to have different pronouns. You want to be a chick. Like I don't give a fuck. But the so that person was like mid five hundreds. You were saying right? Like as far as like rank ranking in the NCAA. Mm-hmm. Her times got worse after she transitioned to be a female. And then still beat the fuck out of everyone else. <laughs> so they got worse. So her times got worse. Um, and I, I don't me. know what the reason is for that, but it's also like I just believe it completely unfair to those women who were born biologically female. Um, so, like I said, at the end of the day, don't care, but I think it is completely unfair to those but women. If you've competed as a male and at the NCAA D1 level, like you should continue to, that's fine, transition, but continue to compete at the men's level. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know, whatever. So I think, yeah, I think like in closing it up, it's like if you, the sports aren't as big as that decision that you're making. You know what I mean? Like to literally switch your gender. So it's like, it, it would just be a choice, right? It's like, listen, if you do this, you can't compete. You can compete in the men's, but you can't compete in the women's. I don't know. 
again, I don't make the rules. Not going to sit here and be an expert, but... I definitely think something needs to be done so that this doesn't continue to happen. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> and somebody who spoke out uh, pretty profoundly about it was the governor of Florida, DeSantis. Yeah. And, um, you know, he basically said, you know, we're not going to classify this as a as a win for Leah Thomas. Like, we don't recognize her as the as the champion of that event. And speaking on him, what he actually just signed into law in Florida this week is that every high school student starting in 23-24 has to complete one credit hour of financial literacy classes, which I think is like probably one of the most overlooked things in our school system to date. And it's got to be a, a big win for him and the whole state of Florida for, for all the kids. Couldn't agree more. I, I didn't hear that, actually. Yeah. I mean, everybody, ask anybody that went to college, whether you're in college was the best thing ever for you or whether you think it's like college was a fucking joke. It's everybody wants to learn about financial literacy. It's something that you have to go through with no matter what age, race, gender, where you are on the, the income scale, doesn't matter. Yeah, and this is on the high school level. Yeah. So it's not even into college yet. So I think it's pretty cool um, that that happened. And, you know, we'll see how it plays out in the future. But I think it's definitely a win. And it's probably something that I think should happen on a federal level. Yeah, I think it's super important because especially when you look at student loan debt and then you, I look at people that I know even that are like, oh, fuck, dude, my student loan payments or whatever. And it's it's sad because people don't, you know, the whole... I guess conveyor belt of life is go to high school, graduate, go to college, graduate, but you're not taking into consideration the amount of debt you're taking on because you, at 18, you don't fucking think of that shit. You're just like, I'm just doing the next thing I'm supposed to do. And so you take this crazy amount of debt and, you know, nobody thinks about the long-term consequences. And now people are delaying having children because of financial literacy and people are not buying homes because of you know, lack of financial literacy in a at a younger age. And so I think that this is super important shit. Plus, it's not just savings and retirement and all that. It's it's understanding the I think I think if you educated people on the debt that they're gonna take out and and what that does to you long term, that's more important than any like fucking retirement savings education. Yeah. And and what's interesting about it too mm-hmm. is, you know, how come these kids can go and take on a student loan debt of however much, basically. They're like, it's unlimited. But say there's a 19-year-old kid who comes out of high school and he's like, you know what? I don't want to go to college, but I want to start a business and I'd like to get 50 grand to start up my business. He's going to get denied right away, like instantly. But these kids who take on this debt of college, automatically, you you are totally, here's your money, go to college, go do it. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, and I find that, I find it really interesting because that's just like everybody conforming to society and society is saying, hey, it's okay. It conform, conform. Here's the money to conform. You know, here's the money to become that sheep or whatever the fuck that gets in line and just does what everybody else does. So I, I do find that interesting. Cool. Anything else? Yeah. I mean, I have lots of stuff. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We how got time for one go. more. We got, we actually got plenty of time. So okay. we can go up to 30 and 30. You know what I mean? So we've got this until, we got another 10 minutes on this one. So boys, obviously big news. Everybody sees it. Russia, Ukraine, we're on like week three, I think. Okay. Um, They're asking for a no-fly zone, which seems like, oh, this is, you know, a happy little medium, a no-fly zone. But what a no-fly zone means to the world is World War III. That means any plane that's flying over, NATO can shoot down. So if Biden signs that, says, okay, we agree to a no-fly zone, Welcome to World War Three. 
But what I found more interesting is all these sanctions that are happening, okay? Like we're no longer doing business with Russia essentially, right? Well, what's going to happen is Russia and Ukraine supply 15% of the wheat to the whole entire world. So wheat obviously is one of the biggest sources of carbohydrates. So they're saying that if Russia and Ukraine doesn't start planting their wheat in the next week or two, there could be up to 100 million people that starve just based on supply chain issues with food. So I found that to be super interesting. And on a local level, not local, but national level to the United States, the amount of fertilizer that's produced by Russia is going to raise the price of fertilizer in America from $500 a ton to $2,500 a ton. So that means literally your grocery bill is going to go through the roof for anything in America because these farmers are either going to have to one, not plant because they can't afford to fertilize it, or they're going to plant it. And now you have to pay 5X for whatever you're going to get in return. Hmm. But who would have, did you know that there's only a 90 day supply of food in the entire world? Did not know that. So if they quit producing food, which obviously this is not going to happen, but if food production stopped in 90 days, we would be completely out of it. Hmm. So, hmm. Damn. That's a lot of info. It's a lot, in lot right of info, there. a lot of stats. Um, so things I did not know. Yeah. So I, and I'm not, I don't know. I mean, it's everything somebody. we could say at this point is speculative. Yeah. Right? And, so, and that's also what's I mean, the, that's what's also the most interesting part about it all is the speculation is what's driving the markets to be so volatile right now. Cause we don't know, we don't know what's going to happen. But if you notice the days that the market takes an uptick is when there's a thought of good news. Not that there's even good news. Just the thought of something good could happen like, oh, we're going to sign a peace treaty. Boom. Stock market starts going up. Oh, no. It looks like things are going backwards. Stock market goes back down. So honestly, this war, I think on a level, like look at us, we're all in our 30s. We all own our own business. We're almost not aware of what's going on really because we don't really know. I'm not. You know? Like I don't, I don't know any, how any of that shit works. None. I don't either. And that's, that's one of the things where I'm like, man, I wish I could contribute something to this. But like, those are things, like, I don't look at the stuff that's going on with the government. Maybe that's a problem. And, you know, I can, I can take ownership of that. Um, but like, I wouldn't even think that that would be something that that would cause World War Three, as far as the no-fly zone because I'm not educated on that kind of stuff. And I think, like you said, like, Brad, you do the research on, on this. Like, I'm just over here doing my fucking thing and trying to keep the wheels turning in my business and trying to keep my shit going and thinking about my morning routines, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I think, but I think that's what's so interesting in the world is it's, it's a really important thing for all of our businesses moving forward, how this all plays out because, um, say something does happen where, you know, the three big players in the world economy right now are, are Russia, China, and the United States. So if it comes to a deal where Russia and the United States become in a war due to a NATO alliance, China's like sitting over there like saying, fuck yeah. So like we want to try and avoid that as much as possible. If that does happen, um, we're for sure going to go into a recession. We're already slowing down and... It, to me, that's something that's interesting with a lot of these debts that people have brought on is it's curious if, if we do hit a deep hole, how will that play out? Well, I, I was, I mean, I've been thinking about this, like, because I, I think it's a really interesting situation where, you know, inflation is super high. Interest rates are now going up. But then you look at the stock market and it's held pretty well. I mean, it's down overall, yeah. but it's, it's held pretty well. 
Um, it's not like it's like just fucking tanking, tanking, tanking. Oh my oh, god, Matt. Seriously? Colin. My man. Oh my god. Um but I wonder what's going to happen with jobs. And so I've been doing a lot of research on jobs and it's still, no matter, it just seems like there's going to be this ongoing problem of labor shortage. And even if there is a recession with inflation, people got to make a certain amount of money. Yeah. And then, you know, the people that are willing to work are going to, you know what I mean? So it seems like that's the, that's like the shoe that's not dropping. It seems like our jobs, even though everything else could, could fall. And maybe it does. I'm just looking. I'm trying to find. And maybe you know, but I'm trying to find a, a reason why they would fall at this point, just to project for my business, really. And then I had seen you that thing today that he, they're yeah. considering that's going to help you probably with. Prices. Yeah, it should help. But I always like whenever you see something that seems positive, there's got to be something behind it. So like what Dan's talking about is uh, basically Biden signed in a, a bill that you know said um, we're going to get rid of the tariffs on any steel and aluminum. So obviously that's a good deal, but I think there's something going back the other way to the European Union that we're giving up to. So I just don't know what that is. I didn't read into the article far enough to see, but um, there's always a give and take. But now to take a little transition to something that maybe Sal can talk on. What about Tyreek Hill signing with the Dolphins? Yeah, so <clears throat> Tyreek, uh, the Chiefs couldn't figure out a contract extension with the Tyreek Hills and his agent. So the agent seeked out a trade, traded him to the Dolphins for five draft picks, three of them for this year, two more. And then Dolphins signed Tyreek Hill to a contract extension, four years, 140 mil. And 100, then, 120. 120, and then 72.2 million wow, guaranteed. You, you can fuck up your own stats, Sal. I came off meaner than it. Than it Brad just came really, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> Brad just came really, really, really prepared. This is a safe space, what? Sal. No, I'm sorry, Sal. It's okay. It's I didn't mean that. But yeah, yeah, now great. Dolphins has the fastest wide receiver duo with him and Jalen Waddle. Do you see the... Uh, so they did a side-by-side. -side. I saw this on Twitter today after you guys mentioned that, and I looked up Twitter on Tyreek Hill, um, and they did a side-by-side -side of how fast Tyreek Hill ran the, like, 500-meter or, oh, okay. or something like that um, in high school, and he was... In the 2016 Olympics, he would have finished fourth um, based oh, off shit. of what he did in high school. So That's crazy. Not sure what he would do nowadays, but, yeah, that dude is straight-up fast as fuck. Yeah, so... Someone else. All right, well, hold on. You got some other sports news? Yeah. Or what's, <laughs> what's this? You, you looking up? Uh... Yeah, so and then other news, we got Conor McGregor got arrested for reckless driving. Um, was he drunk? I uh, don't think so. Reckless, he's, he's just, just flying. Off. He got, maybe yeah, they reduced his to reckless. Fuck it. Fuck him. What's his whiskey? Like 10 point, 12 Proper. Point? Proper, yeah. He's really he sold it, though. He sold it? He sold the whiskey. So is he, what happened to him then? What's what's going on with Conor McGregor? He just got arrested? Yeah. For reckless driving. They seized his that Bentley. Seized his Bentley? He's probably only got like four of those. And then Brittany I... Griner, the WNBA player, she's still being uh, detained no in relation. Russia until May 16th. No relation. <laughs> yeah, and that was for, didn't she just literally, uh, <laughs> no she relation. had like a vape pen or something, right? Yeah, it was just like a couple of cartridges that may have had <laughs> weed in it. And they seized it. She could face up to 10 years in prison for that. And she's in Russia. Wait. Right? She could be there for 10 years? She could be facing jail time for 10 years for, for having the vape cartridges. What? Holy shit. But she's doing well. I love the This no is why relation. I don't go to other countries. Because you don't know 
what rules you're breaking. And when you break them, you could be royally fucked and not even realize. Like, you can't even speak the language. How do you know if they're even telling the truth? Dude, I, I did not like going on the McGregor McGregor passed the drug and alcohol test. He was driving to the gym and he was just fucking flying, I guess. He was nice. pumped up. Yeah, it's too much That's every workout. workout. He was driving was like this. Bumping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was feeling itchy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, I think that probably wraps up this week's Shoot the Shit. Um, thanks for coming by. Slater. See ya.